The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle, rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could all join us. I'm excited about today's show. As many of you know, I am a veteran of the United States Navy. Hoorah. <laughs> and I have a, a kind of a, a bent for veterans, especially when they're doing great green things. And there's an organization that we've talked about before, Veterans Green Jobs. You can check out their website at veteransgreenjobs.org. Um, today we're joined by uh, Lieutenant Colonel John Totes. He's just recently retired from the United States Army. And he is now running programs for Veterans Green Jobs, and I'm so excited to have him on to talk about what that organization is doing, some of the new goals and objectives that they've set. And I think you're really going to be excited about this organization. One of the things that I hope all of my listeners will do as you go to the website, veteransgreenjobs.org, is check out the Donate Now button, because as every nonprofit organization knows, that's that's how we keep going. That's how we keep doing great things. So while you're in another tab of your web browser, looking at the web page and following along, be thinking about how you can help. Uh, welcome to Go Green Radio, John. It's great to have you on. Thanks, Jill. It's great to be here. Well, how long have you been with Veterans Green Jobs? I, I wasn't sure exactly. Well, I've actually been here for three weeks. Oh, so boy. All right. I was, so you're green I was hired a green at job. The... <laughs> I was hired at the beginning of February, and uh, we hit the ground running, and we've been moving about a million miles an hour since since I've gotten here. That's so cool. What led you to go to work for Veterans Green Jobs? What drew you to that organization? Well, when I retired, I, you know, I had a desire to continue to serve my country in some capacity, um, public service somehow, and and I wanted to serve veterans. I got involved in some uh, veterans organizations after I got out of the army, um, and and I kind of wanted to do that. And when I saw Veterans Green Jobs' mission, which was to connect transitioning veterans with jobs in green industry, you know, I thought, well, I can, you know, hopefully take care of some veterans and and serve in a sector of our in, of our nation in an industry that I think has a really positive impact on our country. Agreed. And you know, there's just something really exciting about. What you said in terms of um, extending your service to your country, um, I, I've been talking to a lot of veterans who are kind of seeing some of the green infrastructure and renewable energy infrastructure and, and jobs along those lines as service to their country. Talk a little bit about that, if you would. Well, I, you know, I think when you look at green industry and what it can do for us in terms of energy security and uh, reducing our dependence on other forms of, uh, of uh, fuel, um, I think it can have a very positive impact. And, and in those terms, when you look at it that way, you know, if a veteran goes out and gets a job in an industry that's, uh, that's helping our economic security and our energy security, he's helping the nation. And so in that terms, you can continue to serve that way. 
Awesome. Now, tell us about some of the new jobs initiatives that you're leading, some of the programs. Um, I know that you've, you've been there for three weeks, but you've got a pretty well-defined set of objectives in front of you. Talk about what you guys are up to. Okay, we have two programs that, that really uh, fall under me. One is our Veterans Green Corps, uh, which is an, a collaborative initiative and program with uh, Regional Conservation Corps and Veterans Green Jobs. Um, to train and transition veterans to perform a wide range of natural resource conservation functions on public lands. So this program essentially trains veterans in things like wildfire mitigation, trail clearing, invasive species control, and and then other types of conservation work. And the program's been around here for for several years, and we've really been successful at placing about 175 uh, veterans into positions um, per per season. The, the new initiative that we have is called Veterans Green Force, and our mission is to engage transitioning veterans and connect them with education and training programs and ultimately meaningful employment opportunities that serve our communities and the environment within the green industry. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk green industry, we, we mean things like energy efficiency, renewable and clean energy, um, green conservation, which we just talked about, um, conservation of natural resources. Um, green construction, um, environmental remediation, um, and sustainable agriculture. So there's really a lot of uh, opportunities out there. And then what this will entail is us reaching out to service members who are transitioning out of the military, um, assessing their qualifications and their career aspirations, uh, linking them with training and education if there are gaps in their resume, and then ultimately connecting them with veteran-friendly companies that we've built relationships within green industry. And mm-hmm. I think by understanding the needs of both the veterans and the employers, uh, we can be very successful in matching the two. And mm-hmm. you know, ultimately, we're going to measure the success of this program by the number of veterans um, who find jobs in green industry. That's terrific. And when you talk about those measures of success, what are your short-term and long-term goals for numbers of veterans being placed? Well, um, our short-term goal is to place 300 veterans um, in green jobs by next summer. And those would be Uh, full-time jobs? Yes, full-time jobs. So the 175 jobs that we've gotten for um, veterans in the conservation corps, those are usually temporary jobs that will last anywhere from, say, October or April to October. Um, Now, the good thing about those jobs is they provide you qualifications within the um, Conservation Corps that then can transition into long-term jobs with the Bureau of Land Management, uh, the Forestry Department, National Parks, things like that. So they are starting to transition those uh, positions uh, into longer-term jobs. That's great. Now, you mentioned that sometimes the veterans need additional training besides what they've already received in the military or perhaps some other type of education that they have had in their past or on the resume. What kinds of training um, are you able to help them attain? Well, the the kind of training that they need is going to depend on the industry that they go into and the job that they're looking for. So, for example, in the solar industry, a um, construction background or an electrical technician background is very helpful. For work with uh, wind turbines in the wind industry, uh, experience with something like aircraft maintenance would be an advantage on your resume. Um, So it all depends on the institution and the job. Um, And as the green industries have grown over the past several years, educational institutions, primarily community colleges, have developed a lot of programs 
to enable veterans to gain the knowledge and the certificates they need to be successful in their job hunt. Um, a lot of these programs can be paid for um, with the GI Bill, the post-9-11 GI Bill, um, but there are some other training programs out there with companies um, that are that are coming online that aren't yet funded by the GI Bill or not approved for the GI Bill. So veterans, when they get out, really need to be careful about where they go to get that educational training, and, and that's one of the things that we help them do is to connect with uh, the education and training that's out there. And some training can be paid for through grants. Some training is paid for by the company that you work for um, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Is that something that um, you all work with, like county veteran services offices to coordinate, or um, who are some of your your partners in assessing um, what kind of training would be paid for by the GI Bill and that kind of thing? I mean, how, that's a, seems like a steep learning curve <laughs> to to get all that information. It, um, it is. It is. Yeah. There is a lot of information out there that you have to get um, to get. Um, but I think there's a lot of agencies out there um, within the government and then within education um, that we can partner with and we can work with to figure out exactly where the, the gaps are and then how the, the soldier, the sailor, the airman, the marine is going to pay for that, whether it is with the GI Bill or, or some other method. Mm-hmm. Now, at the moment, are you currently working to place veterans in green jobs just in Colorado, or are you also working in other states as well? Because I know your your HQ is there in Colorado. Well, um, in terms of veterans green force, we're really focused on Colorado um, at this point because we're here and um, we have Buckley Air Force Base, uh, Fort Carson. Um, we've got connections with the, the industries, the green industries here. So we're really focused on Colorado right now. But by the end of the year, what I'd like to do is to expand into um, a regional area, basically the southwest, because there are a lot of solar and wind jobs um, in the southwest, and then eventually to, to start partnering with companies that are national and then extending our reach out beyond uh, Colorado and the southwest to the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Well, and, and again, you know, if you want to incorporate some of the Marines and sailors uh, who may end up with their final duty station being in a coastal area, um, you know, that would be terrific if they could be involved in what you're doing as well. Oh, yeah. Um, well, when, when you talk, we've um, our Veterans Green Corps, we recently hired a coordinator for California. And when you talk about San Diego and and the opportunities and the bases that are there, and then California is focused on renewable energy, uh, you know, it's a logical next step for us to head in that direction. And then across the country, you know, the companies are, are uh, New Jersey is one of the leaders in uh, in the solar uh, placement industry right now, and. So, you know, New Jersey becomes a, uh, an opportunity. Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, um, Georgia, I mean, there's just plenty of opportunities when you talk about the, the green industry, and it's growing across the nation, and I think there will be opportunities everywhere. We just need to uh, uh, grow the program and then expand into those areas that are going to be fruitful for us. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now, do you think that there's anything in particular about the veterans who are coming home from Operation Iraqi Freedom or Operation Enduring Freedom that has made them more keenly aware of some of the geopolitical issues tied to natural resources? You know, I, I don't know that I don't know that soldiers, service members are really aware of those those issues. We've got some really smart young men and women serving in our military. 
Um, but I don't really think that they're focused on geopolitical issues when they're deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my guess is that they're primarily concerned with completing the mission and coming home as a team. You know, it's really up to uh, our senior military leadership and our elected officials to really delve into those geopolitical issues. Because mm-hmm. I've I've talk to some veterans groups and and they tend to be groups of junior uh, military officers who are coming home and they kind of feel like you know there was some connection between what our country exports in terms of dollars spent on natural resources like oil and things like that and some of the capability of the enemy to fight them <laughs> and and so they've kind of got this connection in their mind of you know you know there was there was something about this you know dependence on foreign oil that played into some of the hardships that they had that they had gone through while accomplishing the mission and I don't know if that's something that you've run across much um, and what might be motivating some of the veterans to get involved in the green industry or not. No, you know, I, I, as I've talked to veterans, I don't think I've seen someone come to me and say, hey, I want to I wanna get a job just to reduce our dependency so we won't have to, to go over there. I, you know, I think history is going to determine someday why we um, went and fought in the places that we did. Um, mm-hmm. But I think when you look at the potential to re- decrease our dependence on foreign oil, to increase our um, national security by reducing our dependence on on those um, forms of fuel, I, I think that's why people potentially will come here and say, hey, I don't want somebody else to have to go and fight. And, you know, it's expensive. It's not something we want to do. Um, but I think uh, by serving in green industry, potentially, you know, we reduce our the possibility that we're going to have to do that later on. Well said. Well, we've got to take a quick commercial break, but we've got so much more with John Toth. He's with Veterans Green Jobs. You can check out their website while we're on a quick commercial break at veteransgreenjobs.org. But don't go away too long because we'll be right back with much more Go Green Radio right after this. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Two views. Different topics. Questions. Answers. News. And advice. You'll want to check out Ecoman and the Skeptic live from Philadelphia University. Every week, join hosts Rob Fleming and Chris Pastor as they tackle a different topic on sustainability. You'll hear all sides of the issue supported by guests who provide valuable insights. Get ready to be engaged, educated, and entertained when you tune into Ecoman and the Skeptic. Broadcast live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? 
Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh, yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could all join us. If you happen to just be tuning in, we're talking to John Toth. He's a retired lieutenant colonel from the Army. He has led troops all over the world, and now he's leading veterans on the front lines of the green jobs industry. He's with an organization that I am a big, big fan of, and that's Veterans Green Jobs. You can check out their website at veteransgreenjobs.org. Pay uh, special attention to a box that says "Donate Now." They're a nonprofit and they're doing great work, so help them out. You know, John, I'd love to know in your mind what are some of the job characteristics that our veterans coming home from Iraq and Afghanistan are looking for that makes these green jobs a good fit for them. What what do they want in a job, and why is it that it, these green jobs might be a great fit? Well, I, uh, first, employment. Um, sure. And then number two, I would say, uh, you know, jobs in the green industry are stable and they provide a good living for a soldier or sailor, airman, marine and their families. And those jobs are continuing to expand and there are great opportunities. Um, you know, the solar energy industry grew something like 67% last year. Uh, there was a 2010 study from the Pew Charitable Trust that basically stated that the number of green jobs in the United States grew 9.1% between 98 and 2007, which was about two and a half times faster than job growth in the economy as a whole. Mm -hmm. So when you look at potential for growth and potential for advancement within an industry, green industry is really a great place to start when you're, you know, transitioning from the military and you want to get uh, going in some other some other field, you know, in terms of what a day to day experience in the green jobs industry is like. Of course, it's different, you know, depending on the the actual industry that you go into. But you know, some of these jobs are outdoors. Some of them are working with your hands. Um, you know, kind of physical. Do you feel like that's a good fit for some of the folks coming back from from our recent conflicts? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I think, um, you know, some of the solar and wind industry jobs are uh, are hard jobs. They're physically demanding. Um, employers want young, uh, motivated uh, men and women that are, you know, that can get up on a roof and put a solar panel up. Um, but I think that, you know, they really um, provide opportunities for, for uh, our service members that um, give them a great chance to start a new life after the military and move on from there. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, you mentioned employment as a great motivator <laughs> for yeah. our veterans. Talk about some of the employment issues going on. I mean, I've read statistics that there's sort of a disproportionate rate of veteran unemployment um, as opposed to the general American populace. Um, what what information do you have along those lines? Well, the the overall veteran unemployment rate is higher than um, the unemployment rate for everybody else across the nation. And then when you talk about um, young service members who are transitioning out, you know, 22 to, to 28 years old, um, their unemployment rate is about twice as high. So wow. I, I think it's just um, sometimes difficult to transition from the military, you know, into a civilian job. It took me about nine months to find a job um, that I really wanted um, to do and that I was really passionate about. I think our service members coming out have the, the same challenges that I did. Um, translating your military service and what you did in the military into something that an employer can understand and then recognize the skills that you have. Um, and so I think that's one of the things that we want to do is assist them in that transition, you know, help them find um, a good place where somebody can teach them how to write a resume that um, resonates with an employer on the civilian side and mm-hmm. help them find the training that they need to fill those gaps within their resume to make them more competitive and then make uh, the connection with the company that's going to be a right, the right fit for them. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking with companies that you're going to be uh, working to place veterans with and you're telling them, hey, there's something special about these veterans and and I think they're going to be you know, great employees for you. What is it that makes these veterans unique, makes them uh, uniquely qualified and just a super fit for employers? What do you tell potential employers about these I hate to say kids because they're adults, but to me they're kids. Um, you know, coming out of Iraq and Afghanistan, coming home, ready to go to work. What do you tell them about these individuals? Well, I mean, you know, given what they've been through, um, through their experiences overseas, but just their experiences in the military, um, they're dedicated. Um, they're resilient. They're disciplined and dependable. They show up for work on time. Um, you can trust them to give them a task, tell them what they need to do, and know that they're going to get it done for you. And uh, and I've just seen that over and over again. And every employer that I've talked with, that resonates with them. They said, that's just the kind of person that we're looking for. Um, and, and any employer is going to look for that. But in the green industry, hey, you know, we've got to put up 20 solar panels today. We've got to get started early. You know, we've got to work late. Um, these young men and women are dedicated, and once they commit themselves to a company, um, they're loyal and uh, they're eager to get the job done. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm curious because I see this term floating around in a number of different places, um, and and I hear people say that our veterans coming home went over and fought in an oil war, and sometimes that's used as a way to prompt or motivate Americans to say, well, if I'm going to support the troops, then I've got to go green because I don't want our boys and girls going over to fight an oil war. But I'm curious, how does that make you feel? Well, you know, I don't know if I agree with the term oil war. I think there were a lot of different reasons um, why we went over there. And I I think ultimately some historians are probably going to answer that question of why we went over um, 
for the for the rest of us. Um, I think one of the things that uh, we're focused on here at Veterans Green Jobs is increasing our nation's energy independence and energy security through partners with renewable and clean energy industries. You know, and hopefully in the future we won't even have to refer to something and, and try to decide whether it's an oil war or not. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, you and I, because, you know, we – have military experience and and can see these kinds of conflicts in a number of different ways. Certainly, the humanitarian aspect of what was happening before our troops went in was worthy of our last effort. You know, I mean that that was pretty egregious. And and I think um, there's so much that went into and so much good work that was accomplished there. So um, uh, thanks for that perspective. Um, we talked about this a little bit before, but. Uh, I want to know what some of the veterans that you're talking to, I know your perspective on how you see veterans green jobs and your work in the green industry as an extension of service to your country. But, you know, for these young former enlisted um, soldiers, sailors, Marines, airmen um, that are they're coming out, what do they say about um, their new jobs, their new civilian lives in the green industry as extension of the, their commitment to their country? What are they saying? Well, you know, I think it's hard for anyone to deny that wind and solar power and other green industries that promote a clean environment and our energy security and our independence are good for our nation. Um, and I think that they come out and um, they're looking for a sense of purpose mm-hmm. and a mission where they can contribute. Um, and I think they look at, um, you know, jobs in green industry and say, hey, there's here's some place that I can go that help serves other people and our nation as a whole by, you know, strengthening our country. Um, and I think they do believe that, you know, gaining employment in the green industry is uh, a way that they contribute to a sector that, you know, is going to serve our, our natural interests overall. And it's going to provide them with a, a great job in a, in a growing industry that um, they're going to be able to provide for their families in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, are you actively recruiting veterans to join Veterans Green Jobs, or are they just sort of coming to you on their own, finding you in some other way? Well, both. Um, you know, we uh, we are going to a, a job fair in Colorado Springs um, next week. Uh, we'll go. So we, we hit job fairs and, and go out there and uh, promote our program in that way. But, you know, social media such as Facebook and Craigslist, the Internet is great. Um, partnering with the transition po- programs on military bases so that as they, um, as veterans transition out of the services, they can hear from, from us as they're getting out and uh, understand the opportunities that are out there. Um, and then, you know, any other organization out there that we can potentially partner with to just get the word out, um, we're always looking for new and better ways to, uh, to let veterans know that there are opportunities out there and there's a, a place for them when they get out of the military, um, where they can start over. Do you work with military dependents at all or um, just veterans? Well, right now our, our mandate is for veterans, so we're, we're pretty much focused on veterans at this point. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the companies that you're working with, um, do they have policies in place where they sort of have preferential treatment for veterans or hiring, or, um, or are they just you know, hiring anybody and you convince them that veterans are a great fit? Um, it's, it, it runs the gamut. Um, there are, are companies out there that have made a commitment. Um, Solar City is one. 
to hire veterans and give veterans preference in hiring. Others, um, it's a handshake agreement between us and them where we, we are actively looking for veterans um, to go and, and work in their company. And at the same time, um, they're saying, hey, if you send us somebody, we're going to take a look at it. But they don't have a written policy. So, you know, it, it, it works both ways. Are you or not necessarily you, but in your organization, is there anyone sort of lobbying companies for that kind of policy to get out there and maybe uh, lay some groundwork for that kind of preferential hiring agreement? Yes, you're, you're talking to them. That's, really? That's, okay. My job, my job is right now to connect with the veterans as they transition out, connect with educational institutions, and I'm the one going to the different industry um, the different companies in the industries and sitting down and talking with them and saying, this is what we can do for you. This is what we'd like you to do for the veterans. And, you That's know, so cool. obviously getting, uh, you know, guaranteed interviews or hiring preference, you know, hey, this person's a veteran. We're going to put their, their packet on the top of the pile so it gets looked at first. Anything like that, that's what we're we're asking for. That's so great. And, you know, I know of um, several headhunting groups for junior military officers. You know, when I, my husband and I got out of – he was in the Marine Corps. I was in the Navy, and we worked with a headhunter group. And they had some tried-and-true methods for getting veterans, you know, to the front of the line. So yeah. maybe we'll make that connection offline because they've got some good strategies that you might be able to employ as well. Well, but, and we'd love uh, to, to figure out, you know um, – like I said, I've been here for three weeks. I'd love to get yeah. some perspective from somebody that's been been doing this a little bit longer than I have, and and see if there are ways that we can be more effective in uh, getting companies to partner up with us. Fantastic! I love what you're doing, folks. We're going to be going to a quick commercial break, but we have much, much more with Colonel Toth after we return. While we're on commercial break, you can open a new tab in your web browser and go to Veterans greenjobs.org check out their website there's so much great stuff to see if nothing else check out their logo it's the best there's a green Uncle Sam and a green Rosie the Riveter I just love it so uh, check that out and we'll be back in just a few moments after this commercial break news opinion your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh, yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. 
Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspiring really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. I want to give a quick shout out to all my tweeps who are listening today. So glad you guys could join us. You guys are awesome. And thanks for all your retweeting of my tweets that are out there. If you want to follow me, you can go to at Jill Buck. That's me. And if you want to join the Go Green Face Space, that's our Facebook uh, space, you can go to my website, which is gogreeninitiative.org. And there you will see how to join our Facebook group. We've got people from 69 countries conversing in a number of languages. Thank goodness for Google Translate so that we can all communicate with each other. But uh, we have some lively conversations going on every day on our Facebook page, so check that out. I also want you to check out the organizational website for uh, the Veterans Green Jobs that we're talking to uh, Colonel John Toth about. If you don't close this tab in your web browser. Keep listening to us on Voice America, but uh, open a new tab in your web browser and go to veteransgreenjobs.org. You know, on your website, John, I looked at the partners page and it is an amazing long list of, of awesome companies, environmental groups and government agencies. But what I didn't see, and I'll bet this is something you'll be working on, were partnerships with other groups serving veterans. And I was wondering if there were any groups like Soldiers Angels or Wounded Warriors or any other veterans groups like that that you are seeking partnerships with that we might be able to help you connect with with our, our listeners that are out there. Well, we definitely uh, partner with other um, veterans groups. Uh, for example, um, we're members of an organization here in Colorado called uh, the United Veterans Committee. Um, mm-hmm. It's an umbrella organization comprised of over um, 50 veteran service organizations like the VFW, the American Legion Association of the United States Army. And um, we've got a very strong relationship with them, um, and we connect with them very well there. And and we feel like all those veterans organizations are just another possible avenue for us to connect with veterans and get the word out about our opportunities. But honestly, like you said, in three weeks, I just haven't gotten to them all yet, but yeah. we will. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Well, and you know, some of the organizations that are out there, um, like I think of Soldiers Angels, you know, they are uh, some of the most um, warm hearted and wonderful people. And not only do they just support veterans, sometimes they have money too um, that they can give to veterans who might need help with everything from rent to medical expenses to maybe paying for some of this training that isn't covered by the GI Bill. And there's so many different organizations out there. Um, you know, if you are listening to us right now and you're part of one of those veterans organizations, get in contact with Veterans Green Jobs because they're doing some amazing things and maybe uh, collaborating and maybe um, – just even having a conversation with Colonel Toth will help both organizations. So I definitely encourage that. Is there anything that you would want to say to veterans organizations that are out there listening to us today, John? 
Well, I, you know, the first thing I'd like to do is thank them for the support that they give our veterans every day. I think it's really important. And from my own perspective, it's made a difference, a huge difference um, over the past 10 years. And then I would say, hey, shoot me an email, um, john.toth at veteransgreenjobs.org, and, and we'll have a conversation. Yeah, and I think especially as you begin to expand out of Colorado and, and into other states, those partnerships will be terrific for you. I, I was curious, are your job placement programs that you have going on right now primarily for former enlisted service members? No, no absolutely not. Um, oh, we're us. committed to focusing on helping veterans find jobs regardless of whether they're um, officers are enlisted, and we've got some great examples of uh, officers in our Veterans Green Corps um, that have gone out and been um, very successful in that. Um, uh, you know, the opportunities that we have um, within green industry range from, you know, uh, starting out at, at the bottom level to management positions to sales positions to positions in finance. So there, there are really a lot of um, opportunities out there. Um, at, at various levels that we want to connect uh, service members of all ranks with. That's great to know. In looking at your website, I just wasn't sure, and so I think that's that's fantastic um, to hear because, you know, of course, depending on the degree that the officer got, um, you know, there there might be a great correlation between uh, their education and some of the skills they learned in the military that they could put to use, um, certainly in the green industry. So I think that's fantastic. And and that's one of the things that you know is is our job is educating employers on you know what veterans can bring to to their organization so mm-hmm. you know an employer may think well the only thing i can get from the military is somebody um to do the basic level work and and that's just not true and and so we're here to educate them um and again figure out what they need figure out what the veterans need and then connect the two together that's so awesome. Well, and that's so important. I mean, in a perfect world, you'd be finding green industry companies that, you know, maybe had some senior management who were former military. Um, do you find that very much? Have you run into companies um, that, you know, already get it because maybe either their CEO or people in senior management are, are former military? Um, no, I haven't met a CEO in one of the people or one of the companies that I've talked to yet. Who was former military, but I, you know, one of the the safety um, manager for uh, a local solar company is a former Air Force uh, non-commissioned officer, and you know, we had a great conversation, and and they're very committed to hiring veterans, and so you just you find them where they are, and and you know, they they speak the same language as us initially, mm-hmm. so uh, we communicate easily starting out. Sure. Absolutely. Now I'm going to ask you to look into your crystal ball, John, because I want to hear your biggest, fattest, craziest, wildest dreams and hopes for Veterans Green Jobs. What can you envision as the most successful outcome of this organization? What What do you well, hope for, to be able to put forth as a legacy? For my program, you know, I, I want a, if a veteran comes to us and says, "I need a job," we find them a job. Conversely, if a, a solar industry or an, a green industry partner comes to us and says, I have five positions that I need to fill right away, we fill those positions for them right away with qualified, dedicated employees, veterans. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's that's the vision that I have for, for this, this company. And I, I think, um, you know, if you look back to the 1950s after, you know, millions of veterans came back from World War II, 
they entered the workforce and made our country stronger. And I, I firmly believe that the veterans that we have returning today can have the lo- same long-term positive impact on our nation's security and the economy um, by finding employment in one of the fastest-growing sectors of our economy, and we want to make that happen. If that happens, if we fill that sector of the economy with hardworking veterans, how do you think the United States will look and be positioned differently in 10 years from now than it does today in terms of our economy, in terms of our um, strength? Um, what do you think will be different about our country if what you said comes true? Well, I think I think uh, our economy is going to be stronger because we're going to put a lot of veterans to work. Um, I think the the green industry is going to grow, and you know when we talk about um, economic security and um, you know uh, energy security, I think the green industry is going to continue to have an increasing percentage of of the the role that we play in in establishing that security and maintaining that security. Well, that's that's a pretty awesome thing to look forward to, and I think it's something that will inspire um, support amongst all sectors of the American um, stakeholder group. You know, no matter where you live, uh, no, whether you're military or not, even if you don't know anybody who's a veteran, um, that's a pretty inspiring future to look forward to. You know, I'm curious, John, when you're former soldiers and officers and uh, former cadets that you trained um, – Look, uh, look you up and find that you're working on green jobs. What do you hope they think about that? What do you, what impact do you think that's going to have on them when they see, you know, Colonel Toth, you know, he's a tough guy, airborne ranger, and he's in there working with green jobs. What what message do you hope that sends to the folks who used to serve under you in the military? Well, one, I, I hope that they're proud that I've dec- decided to continue to serve veterans in some way mm-hmm. and and kind of continue public service through veterans green jobs um but at the same time you know i'd like to think that they'll realize that there are ways to serve our nation um in a meaningful way that can have a positive impact after you transition out of the military and after you've decided to uh hang up the helmet and uh, put the boots in the closet and and work somewhere else do you think that there is any reason why companies in the green sector would be reticent to hire veterans? Is there any obstacle that you're meeting or that you anticipate meeting that may make it difficult to place veterans in the green industry? No, I don't think there's anything out there that, that would make it difficult. I think our you know our media um, tends to focus on problems that soldiers have transitioning mm-hmm. out or problems that soldiers have in terms of um, what they've experienced over um, seas in terms of post-traumatic stress disorder and things like that, um, and and I think there's a you know they have this vision that's been developed that you know everybody's really having serious problems and and while I don't want to um, minimize any of those problems you know it's not everybody has them mm-hmm. and I think sometimes when we talk to employers we've got to educate them that hey. You know, there are a lot of great people out there. And, you know, if there are people that that need help, uh, you know, we can help find um, the right resources to to get them help. And that's one of the things that we commit to when we partner up um, with a a company in green industry that they can always call us back and say, hey, we're having an issue, not really sure what direction to head, and we can get them connected to the right people that can help them. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you're right. You know, there has been a great deal of attention on, you know, TBIs and PTSD. And as an, you know, one of the 
great upshots of that is that a lot of our service members have been able to get the help they need and, uh, you know, and, and actually, uh, come out on the winning side of some of these, you know, especially the PTSD, um, treatment. I mean, it's treatable. I mean, it's, and, oh, yeah. and service members can go and lead a terrific, fulfilling life and, and beat it. Um, but the, the downside, of course, is that, you know, if, if that's extrapolated over the entire veteran population, you know, that can, it can have, it can leave some pause on the part of employers. And I like that you're out there, uh, letting people know, letting employers know, uh, that they should not feel reticent at all about hiring veterans. In fact, they should feel excited about it. So I love that. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, much more with Colonel John Toth and Veterans Green Jobs. Check out their website, veteransgreenjobs.org during the commercial break, and we'll be right back with more Go Green Radio. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh, yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. Today we're joined by Colonel John Toth, recent retiree from the United States Army, HUA, and uh, he is now working for Veterans Green Jobs. I just love this organization. Their mission is so right on. They're helping connect veterans uh, with jobs in the green industry, and they are out to to make our country stronger, more secure, and I just love it. You know, they they have done something that I respect a great deal, whether it's an organization or a company. I like to call it a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. They have set a BHAG for themselves to place 300 veterans in full-time jobs in the green industry by 2013, and I love it. I know that's going to be tough, but John, I'd love for you to talk about some of the obstacles and challenges that you're going to have to overcome in order to accomplish that BHAG. Well, you know, I think the first obstacle that we're going to have, one of the biggest challenges is connecting with the veterans um, as they transition out and and just getting the word out so they understand the opportunities that we offer um, in connecting um, them with education and training and then the green industry. And we talked about how we're doing, how we're 
um, doing that in terms of the internet and transition centers and veterans organizations. Um, I'd say, you know, the biggest challenge I think our veterans face is getting a foot in the door, getting past the, the human resource screen of resumes and gaining an interview. And, you know, and I'm confident, and you know our service members and how good they are, that once they get in the interview, the qualities that they bring to an organization is just going to shine through. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, our job, again, is to connect with the veterans, connect them with training, and then connect them with industry. Um, you know, and I, I think one of the things that our listeners, your listeners can do to help them overcome those challenges, seek out those veterans, mentor them, and get them connected, linked in with employers. You know, I had I was applying for a position, a city position up in Boulder, Colorado, and I sent my resume to a friend who was a, a retired retired Army major, and he sent that that resume back with so much red ink. I hadn't seen anything <laughs> like that since I was in like the first grade. Like he opened a vein. <laughs> uh, it was rough, and you know, I really took it as some constructive criticism, but it gave me great focus to reorient my resume to a more civilian audience. And uh, and it was helpful. I got some great feedback on that resume. And, and you know, your listeners um, have a wealth of experience and knowledge outside of the military, and they can translate that and connect with uh, veterans that are out there and help them out. You know, I love that because it's kind of like a, a mentor opportunity. I know that many of our listeners are veterans, and certainly uh, our listeners who are not can forward the podcast that we're going to have of this up in a, a day or two to their friends who are veterans. And, it, you know, it'd be great if there was a, a place, even if it was online, where uh, veterans who have been successful in finding civilian jobs could uh, meet up with veterans who needed a buddy, who needed a, a shipmate, as we said in the Navy, to help them uh, kind of as a peer-to-peer counselor uh, tra- make that transition. I think that would be really you know, compelling. There, just because you mentioned that there is a, an email that I, I got yesterday, um, and it's a tool for veterans uh, I'm pulling it up on my computer real quick. Um, it's called VisorNet. Uh-huh. Um, and it, it basically, a, a veteran can go on there and post a question or post a resume, and they can get answers from people. People can just be a, an informal um, mentor and, and comment on the questions that they have and, and mentor them. And then there are plenty of organizations out there in the transition centers that, you know, are more than willing to help veterans, you know, get mm-hmm. the help that they need. But, you know, I just happened to run into a veteran that was, you know, willing to work with me and help me with something, and, and he he helped me out. That's awesome. Well, and I think, you know, for veterans who are out there, kind of like, where do I go? What do I do? I mean, the first place that you definitely want to hit is your county veteran service office because, they know everything. They know where all the programs are. Um, they know they can guide you through your GI Bill, any benefits and things like that. And they're going to be able to connect you with people in your local area that that know uh, the, where those resources are locally and possibly nationally. But uh, I think that's a fantastic service and a, and a call to action, call to arms, if you will, for those of us who are veterans and, and working in the civilian world to be a part of that mentoring process. Um, you know, I've been saying a couple times during the show, hey, everybody, check out Veterans Green Jobs and hit their Donate Now button. Um, 
give us your most compelling reason. I mean, if somebody asks you, John, why should I give money to Veterans Green Jobs? Give us the elevator speech. Why should people donate to your organization? Well, I think they should donate to our organization because by contributing in a, contributing to us, they're going to contribute directly um, to helping find veterans find jobs, and that's you know what we're all about. That's what we're going to do, and uh, and I think they ought to feel confident in helping us. You know, we're going to do exactly what we said. If a veteran comes to fi- comes to us, we're going to find them a job, and and that's what we're all about. That's awesome. And tell us about some of your teammates, I mean, that you're working with at, at, at Veterans Green Jobs. What What is the, the, you know, the spirit of the group? I mean, what's it like working with the people that you do at Veterans Green Jobs? You know, we, we have a, uh, a great organization, a lot of veterans in the organization, and then a lot of people that never serve but want to help uh, veterans today and are very, very committed um, to our common mission, which is finding jobs for veterans. And people come in every day. They're motivated to work here. They want to be here, and uh, and they'll do anything they can to, to help help veterans find a job. What are some of your favorite stories? Give us a, two or three stories. You don't have to name names of, of um, veterans who have been employed, who've gotten their feet on the ground through veterans' screen jobs um, that really help to highlight, um, you know, the, the transition that you help these veterans make? Well, you know, one of our uh, members uh, was, a members uh, was a member of our Veterans' Green Corps, and, um, and he came in at the, at, at the bottom rung. He went through the training um, he got certificates, and uh, he was the Civilian Conservation Corps Employee of the Year um, wow. this year. So, and that's translated for him into a into a permanent job. So he took that from a temporary job, went in there, motivated, dedicated, disciplined, um, showed what he had, and he's gone on since then to to find um, find permanent employ- employment. And that's really what we want. Um, you know, we want for everybody. Right. Now, some of the partners that you have on your, your partners page are some, you know, well-known companies. They're, you know, well-known for being, uh, you know, uh, very supportive of veterans and their families. Um, I know you've only been on the job for three weeks, but what are some of the really positive interactions that you've had with some of the partners of the organization? Well, just, the, just their willingness and openness to, to help. Um, you know, they understand the need. You sit down with them. Um, they're receptive, and they're ready to come out and, and commit to helping us. Um, and that's what's been really uh, – I think we just need to uh, reach out and connect with them, and I think they're going to step up to the plate and help out. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I've seen just over the last few years that's really inspired me is a lot of Vietnam-era veterans who didn't get the kind of homecoming that our troops now are getting. Um, instead of being bitter about that, they've been so supportive of today's uh, troops and, and brand-new veterans. Um, have you gotten any uh, help or support from any of the Vietnam era veterans that are like, wow, this is this is the kind of homecoming that a, a soldier should have. Oh yeah, I mean they're they're just so incredibly um, supportive. The the organization that I, I talked to you about, 
um, earlier, the uh, United Veterans Committee of Colorado is is full of they got a lot of Vietnam vets there, and they're so willing to help out and uh, partner up and and do what they can to continue to help veterans, uh, you know, make the transition and, and get on with their lives in a meaningful way. Well, it sounds like you've just got a tremendous all-hands operation going there, John. Is there anything that you'd like to say to our listeners that we haven't already covered? Any advice or or any thoughts that you'd like to share with them before we go? Well, you know, I think um, I'd just like to thank them again for supporting our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines over the past 10 years and, and ask them to continue to support them as they continue to fight and then transition, you know, out of the military and into uh, civilian life. Um, it's it's been rewarding for me to to be so supported um, by other people in the community, and and I know um, our service members really do a, um, appreciate it, and it really does make a difference. Well, that's wonderful, and I thank you so much for what you and all of your teammates at Veterans Green Jobs are doing. I'm going to be clicking the Donate Now button as soon as we're off the air, and I hope all of our listeners will as well. You can reach that at veteransgreenjobs.org. Donate to this wonderful organization. They are amazing, and all I can hope is that you're so wildly successful that you you wind up working in uh, in all 50 states before too long. I know that would be a whirlwind going from Colorado to a national organization, but you've got all the foundation and infrastructure uh, and, and perfectly uh, solid mission to do so. So thank you so much for being with us on Go Green Radio. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We'll be here same time, same place next week. Until then, have a wonderful week and do something in your life to go green. Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week.